Good evening. I'm Paul Drienzo with these headlines. Israel's warplanes returned to bombing Gaza as a week-old truce crumbled, killing about 200 Palestinians and wounding nearly 600. The bombs hit the outskirts of the southern Gaza city of Khan Yunus as the deadline lapsed shortly after dawn. Sirens blared across southern Israel as militants fired rockets in retaliation. The Palestinian Red Crescent reported Israel had stopped all aid deliveries into Gaza at Rafah as leaflets were dropped claiming Khan Yunus is now a war zone. The leaflets add, you have been warned. Secretary of State Antony Blinken blamed Hamas for the collapse. It came on them because of Hamas. Hamas reneged on commitments it made. In fact, even before the pause came to an end, it committed an atrocious... The U.S. says it's demanding Israel reduce civilian casualties. Over 15,000 have died in Gaza since October 7th, thousands more missing, tens of thousands injured. And Israeli forces have distributed a map dividing Gaza into a puzzle of regions on paper, where apparently civilians will be ordered to move to escape the bombing. And protesters with Jewish Voices for Peace disrupted a fundraiser for the Israeli military last night in New York City. Demonstrators said in an online message they were protesting the dehumanization of Palestinians. And anti-war protesters got a big push Friday. The United Auto Workers, the nation's largest union, announced it was supporting the call for an immediate ceasefire in Gaza. The UAW International has voted to join the call for a ceasefire. The UAW International is calling for an immediate, permanent ceasefire in Israel and Palestine so that we can get to the work of building a lasting peace, building social justice, and building a community, a global community of solidarity. That is what we've committed ourselves to, and that is as important as anything else that we're doing in this country in order to assure that workers and oppressed people and poor people across the world are on the path to winning the justice that they so deserve. This week saw the death of Henry Kissinger, the former Secretary of State and National Security Advisor to President Richard Nixon at the height of the war in Vietnam. Kissinger, a German-born Jewish diplomat, became a divisive figure in U.S. politics. His bitter support of the U.S. bombing of Vietnam that killed millions of civilians led to intense protests at thousands of college campuses. Kissinger was deeply involved in the 1970 invasion of Cambodia, announced by Nixon on national television. To protect our men who are in Vietnam, and to guarantee the continued success of our withdrawal and Vietnamization programs, I have concluded that the time has come for action. Five days later, Ohio National Guard troops opened fire on protesting students at Kent State University, killing four and wounding nine others. One of those killed was Allison Krauss. Her sister, Laurel, tells WBAI, Yesterday, when I heard of Kissinger's passing at 100 years old, I was greatly relieved. He was the one in U.S. leadership most responsible for the secret 1969 bombings of people in Laos and Cambodia that led to the student protester massacres in May 1970 at Kent State and Jackson State. Those in U.S. power praised and sheltered Kissinger as they took notes from his corrupt approach to global matters and against those who dissent. On Capitol Hill, the House of Representatives voted to remove New York Representative George Santos from office days after a damning report by the House Ethics Committee. The yeas are 311, the nays are 114, with two recorded as present. Two-thirds voting in the affirmative, the resolution is adopted, and a motion to reconsider is laid upon the table. 
Ethics Committee Chair Republican Michael Guest says, although Santos remains unconvicted of any crimes, the truth is obvious. If you read those findings, again, they find substantial evidence of multiple violations, which in my case clearly supported expulsion. Answering criticisms that Santos has shown the door prematurely, Maryland Democrat Jamie Haskins says the House operates by its own rules. Under the Constitution, Article 1 gives the House of Representatives and the U.S. Senate the power to set up our own ethics process and our own ethical proceedings. That is very different and in some ways far more stringent than what exists in criminal court. New York City Governor Kathy Hochul says she's happy to be rid of Santos. I'm glad he's gone because I need people I can work with to fight for New York, to bring federal money to our state, to create jobs and opportunities. And George Santos just took up space. Paul DiRienzo, New York.